Blog Talk Radio. Fifth Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger. Diane has been given message from the fifth dimension and higher to bring greater peace and understanding to the lives of others. She lives and experiences these higher dimensions to help our world come into balance and to raise to a higher vibration of love. You can find more information on Diane on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1 as she shares great wisdom with the world. Let's welcome your host of this dimensional living, Diane Bachberger. Maybe today 
you know, I'll talk a little bit about that too, shifting consciousness and what needs to happen with that. Um, so, um, what else was there? Yeah, I might talk a little bit about some animal totems, the, the goose and the squirrel, because those are things that I, I, I see, especially recently, you know, in the fall, you see the certain animals, they're migrating and, um, it has different meanings, you know, for different times and for what is going on in our lives right now. You know, um, yesterday was Marty McFly Day. My brother called me this morning. You know, I haven't heard from him for a little while because he's very, very busy. But he reminded me of that, and they said they'd actually gone out and rented the movie. So, um, you know, the thing is, when we think about um, going back to the future, it's kind of a funny thing when you think about it, you know. Um, but the, the focused and fifth dimensional um, consciousness is on the now, um, not focusing on the past or focusing into the future. But, um, you know, to do some type of healing, and we're still in the physical realm, and we're still, you know, living in time and space to some degree, um, there's certain things, you know, on a cellular level that have happened maybe in our lifetimes and other lifetimes that now we have to look at to be able to release. You know, um, anger is one thing that's held at a cellular level. And, you know, when you hold anger at a cellular level, it can cause disease. You know, the word dis and then ease, problems. So you don't want to be holding anger at the cellular level. You know, um, different things, you know, when you hold anger, you hold it in the kidneys and one of the areas. And also, you know, in the teeth, you know, when there's anger, it has to do with, you know, anger can be held in different parts of the body. Um, Part of the reason why I want to talk about going into the past, too, you know, a lot of people wonder why they can't get on with life and they've focused on different things but in a way some things can happen that leave part of us behind in a way we have to go back and claim that part of ourselves and and that's part of the healing process it could be the innocence that we lost and the trust that we lost Um, you know maybe things happen that you know a person was sexually abused. There could be a lot of different things. Maybe someone you knew long ago, you know, had a a really terrible thing happen. And it's all about forgiving oneself. So, you know, the reason why I'm talking about this, it's not an easy thing to talk about. We have to get beyond it to be able to shift consciousness. So it's really important. And, you know, um, that's why I'm talking about it today. And, you know, if you think about it, if we're living in an illusion and we're really um, beings of light, then everything we experience here doesn't necessarily have to stay in our consciousness, okay? And to actually shift consciousness, we have to release it. 
Anyway, uh, I was reading something today, and it said, dwelling on the injustices that you have experienced or the loved ones other innocents have undergone only provides energy to maintain this illusion. Um, But it seems very real, you know what I mean? Your aim is to dissolve it, and love is doing that through you when you choose to be loving. So part of... I, I was reading something else where this... I guess this man was in church and he went to greet um, a person that was new to the church. And this guy looked, you know, like somebody that was pretty together. But um, when he went to shake the guy's hand, the guy just said to him, you know, and and told him everything that happened and things about his life and stuff like that. You know, what do we do to fix ourselves? You know, especially if we're, we're caught in the past. And we we can't live in the now, and we can't even get to the future. You know what I mean? So I guess these are heavy-duty things, but there's something, you know, that I feel is going on within humanity right now. So in fifth-dimensional consciousness, we talk about things that are important to humanity in the now, okay? Um, I feel I should talk about the opal, so I'm going to go and... um, I've got something from the crystal vaults. And it, it, it's quite extensive, and it talks about the meaning of the opal. You know, it's amazing. Uh, one of my best friends, her son, proposed to his long-term girlfriend and gave her a beautiful, I've never seen an opal like that, very expensive and really beautiful. She wanted something different, so he certainly got her, you know, something different. Anyway, you know, this is www.crystalvaults.com forward slash crystal encyclopedia and um, opal. There's many different types of opals too. But I feel this has something to do with um, light and with healing, you know, because I only talk about things and I see things when they have meaning, okay? Um, they, They talk about it here being that it's, an eye stone it's like lightning in the rainbow it flashes with brilliance even the slightest movement and it claims notice by all who witnesses phenomenal fire and you know when we shift consciousness and we go into the ascension process there is you know fire with water you know and i um i see the opal as fire but it, it also looks like water so it's a balancing healing and balancing this is what I'm saying, okay? This is what I'm feeling. This is a stone so dedicated to the eye, so pleasing to the sight. It inspires love and hope, innocence, purity, luck, and happiness. So the innocence, you know, is saying that a lot of people, they leave that part of themselves behind. It's time for us to reclaim that. And, you know, the opal, I believe, to some degree, symbolizes that. The Roman historian Pelni the Elder described opalus the opal as a precious stone containing the fiery flame of the uh, carbuncle, the garnet, the repellent, uh, or the respellent, purple of the amethyst, and the sea green glory of emerald, all shining together in incredible union and exquisite pleasure. You know, it brings happiness. It, you know, it's it's a stone that brings everything together. And, you know, we can use that opal to bring back that innocence and things that we left behind, okay? Um, 
a healing process that, you know, um, that we bring this back, okay? It is considered by all in the ancient world to be the most bewitching and mysterious of gems, worn for its virtues of soothing and strengthening the sight. So, you know, healing our sight and then the sight beyond this reality to open us up to our multidimensionality. Healing diseases of the eyes and capable of providing great luck as it possessed all the virtues of the gemstones whose colors reside within it. Yet for its beauty and enviable desire, the queen of gems' reputation for time fell from grace, linked with rumors, misfortunes, and um, mysterious fatalities. Despite the superstitions, Opal was redeemed in the 20th century and is today an absolute favorite gem, especially as the birthstone for those born in October. Traditionally, it is also the gift for the 14th wedding anniversary. In the metaphysical world, Opal acts as a prism within the aura, bringing a full spectrum of light energy to the system. So it's doing some healing to the energy body, soothing and clearing the emotional body. And this is really important right now. I'm going to talk about healing of the emotional body today too. And maybe I'll do that next. The boosting the will to live and the joy of one's earthy existence, it rekindles optimism, enthusiasm, and creativity and allows for the release of inhibitions, inspiring love and passion. So it brings who we are fully into the light, okay? Opal enhances cosmic consciousness, and that's where we're headed right now into cosmic consciousness, and fifth dimensional consciousness and stimulates flashes of intuition and insight yet is protective stone for deep inner work you know such as healing meditations and the lower world shamanic journeys you know right now the lower realms are coming into the forefront they're you know when we uh, shift consciousness the higher realms and the lower realms kind of come together. So there's a blurring of realities. And um, that's that's what's going on right now. When I was in Cuba, there was a, there's a vortex there that has to do partly with the Bermuda Triangle and that sort of thing. But it's connected to those lower realms. And I was working with the energy to shift it. Um, and to make that process easier. But um, the opal represents, you know, that part of the healing of that aspect of ourselves, you know, because we are multidimensional and we are, we exist in many different places simultaneously. Some may not be aware of it, but as you shift your consciousness, you become more aware of it, Okay. I don't want to focus on that because I want to focus on the healing and the opal. So I'll get back to that. The opal is, is most known for its ability to bring one's traits and characteristics to the surface for examination and transformation. So, you know, it may be traits that have been, you know, setting us back. You know, they may not be traits that we had when we had that innocence. So it's looking at those things. It's going deep. Just as the opal absorbs and reflects light, it picks up thoughts and feelings, desires, and buried emotions. So, you know, if you don't want to do a lot of healing, healing, don't wear an opal, okay? 
my parents gave me an opal um, when I was a teenager. So I had two garnets on each side, one for my mother and one for my father, and an opal in the center. And like I said, you know, t- today's also my would have been my dad's birthday. So, you know, it's amazing that I'm t- I'm thinking about all this stuff. But um, it has a lot of different aspects in it, but it also like. It says here it it, it uh, brings out these buried emotions and amplifies them, and helps us look at them and return them to source. You know, give up our burden of them, and release them at a cellular level. And while it magnifies one's negative attributes, and it may be uncomfortable, it allows for more understanding how destructive these emotions can be and assist the process of letting them go. Um, You know, the opal also illustrates um, and illuminates the positive actions and the emotions of the self, enhancing the good and the true. So even though it brings up this, you know, these emotions and things that we have to heal and stuff that we may, you know, have have trouble with, it also illuminates um, these positive actions and emotions of the self enhancing the good and the true and the fostering one's highest potential. It is a karmic stone with a reminder that one sends out will return. So, you know, it's a stone that is helps with karma. It helps us to resolve things from the past, even from past lives, and things that we're holding at a cellular level. It even may be familial, you know, curses and different things like that. You know, sometimes things happen and you wonder. I think... In my life especially, a lot of things happened to take that innocence in a way from me, but wasn't ever totally taken away from me. But, you know, it's something that we have potential to have returned and to heal. So the opal is very is a very important stone for this time and for healing. They, they go on to say that the opal is adapted from the Latin opulus, but it is believed to originate from Sanskrit, opala, meaning precious stone. References to the gem by uh, Pliny the Elder suggest it may be related to Ops. The wife of Saturn and the goddess of fertility was also called opalasius in Greek, meaning to see a change in color. Pederos, meaning the child of love, and pederos, so it, it comes from a lot of different things. It's, you know, the delicate complexion of lovely youth. So the innocence, right? The opulus came to be known as opthalmus or ophthalmius in the Middle Ages, the eye stone, a term which helped in part to reflect its ophthalmic virtues. So, you know, it has to do with light. It has to do with healing. It has to do with karmic stuff. It has to do with bringing back that innocence. You know, it has to do with intuitiveness and, you know, the um, the higher illuminative opening of seeing things beyond what we see here, okay? It's hydrated silicon dioxide, microscopic scylla spheres bond together with water and additional silica, sometimes containing the minerals, Crystal and tridimite. It's 
a porous, meaning it has no crystalline structure and no definite chemical composition, and is therefore considered to be mineraloid, mineraloid rather than mineral. Over time, this gelatinous mix seeped into fractures, veins, and between layers of underground sedimentary rock and solidified material. Opal formed as a matter as much of a water evaporating rare circumstances. So it's a stone, like I said, it, it happened because of sedimentary rock, maybe some heat, and water, and the water was evaporated in rare circumstances. So it was it's a very rare stone. You know, there's certain parts of the world that have them. Opal formed in masses exhibiting... Uh, botrioidal growth in stalamagtite form or become replacent material and fossils. Even after solidifying, opals retain, maintains water content ranging from 3 to 21% by weight, usually between 6 and 10%. So it still has that, that water in it, the primordial feminine nurturing energy. Okay, but it also has the fire within it, the masculine energy. So it's a balancing stone. One of three basic type of opals, precious opal, is also called rainbow opal. I actually own some of this. It is the rarest mined in a limited number of locations worldwide and produces brilliant flashes of streaks of iridescent color when turned in the light and phenomenal known as play of color. The color is not due to any pigment in the stone but are op effects created when a microscopic sphere of silica hardened in an orderly, um, orderly grid-like pattern similar to layers of ping-pong balls in a box. The spacing between the spheres causes um, light waves traveling through the opal internal structure to defract and break up the colors of the spectrum. The size of the spheres and their geometric packing determines the color and the quality of the diaphragmatic light and the value of the opal. You know, when you think about it, you know, we all at a cellular level, you know, our balls, you know, in our um, crystalline structure. So, you know, at, at a cellular level, I believe that we connect with the opal and it does a lot of healing. The common opal or the potch P-O-T-C-H, is found in many places throughout the world and forms with spheres of unordinary sizes or stacking and does not exhibit play of color. Usually has a milky or pearly luster known as opalescence type. The fire opal is translucent to translucent opal with a, a body color of vivid red, orange, or yellow, most commonly mined in Mexico. It typically shows no play of color, though occasionally a stone will have a weak display or exhibit um, bright green flashes. You know, opals form as colorless, white, yellow, red, orange, green, brown, black, or blue, and can be transparent, translucent, or opaque. You know, when I see the divine energy, I see, you know, like a pattern, like a fractal pattern, but also it almost looks like an opal. It has all these different colors. It's amazing, that energy. They have brittle tendency and are usually, you know, this is the opal, are, are usually cut carbachon to show their full display of color. So there's like a, a curve to the stone, right? They're not cut into, um, you know, like 
like diamonds with, you know, different um, places to refract the light. Solid opal refers to stones consisting wholly of precious opal, while thin but beautiful layers are sometimes made into doublets with the support of backing or triplets, having a, a backing and a crystal dome over the top for protection. Now, I've seen those too. You know, they put um, like a thin layer of crystal, I mean of opal, and then they put like a, a crystal over top. These opals are formed in sedimentary environment and highly stable and resistant to breakage. Other opal forms from volcanic processes and is called hydrophane for its ability to absorb water. So, you know, it's amazing, you know, what, um, what opals do here. But, you know, opals, you know, there, there's different types of opals and some of them are stronger than others. But... Um, you know, they do have water in them, so you have to be very careful with them, okay? Um, they're prone to, por- they're porous, so they, you know, they're prone to cracking, or, um, so, you, you know, you have to be careful with them. And there's Andranian opal, or Peruvian opal, and it's a common opal from the Andes Mountains. It's translucent to a peg, soft pastel blue. Blue, green, or pink with a pearly sheen, sometimes cut to include the black or beige matrix in the opal or opaque stones. And DN uh, opal is considered to be a gift from Pachama, the earliest Inca goddess of fruitfulness in Mother Earth, and is wonderfully soothing for children and animals and all adults overwhelmed by life. So you know, this may be a good stone for somebody that's feeling very overwhelmed and somebody that is trying to deal with the past. You know, it's particularly useful for healing old emotional wounds. So if anybody's listening, you know, if you can, get yourself one of these type of stones and DN or Peruvian opal because it'll help you deal, you know, with past emotional wounds. So from this life or other, um, you know, from this lifetime or another lifetime. It brings an inner peace to carry one through difficult times. And it promotes right action for the highest good and stimulates connection with others and communication from the heart. So if you're trying to bring up your past, you know, with a spouse or with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend or anything like that, stimulate and be able to help you communicate from the heart with other people. You know, because going and dealing with the past is hard on that person, but it's also maybe sometimes even more difficult for the family, okay? And this increases, the stone increases the awareness of the need to heal the earth, too, and are useful those who manifest and transmute the changing vibration through their own body. And I do that. So, you know, it's it's symbolic of a part of us. You know, we talk about losing parts of ourselves. This just helps us get those parts back and makes us aware and heal is very healing. Andean opal is an excellent journeying stone, highly receptive, inducing a mild hypnotic state for enhancing divination and metaphysical gifts. You know, if I have time today, I may talk about different metaphysical gifts, too. Um, So they help with, you know, seeing beyond this reality, but they also give us the gifts that help us see 
within this reality. They carry a lot of water energy and are great for activating the heart and the throat chakras, which are needed for us to be able to talk, the throat to be able to talk about pain and healing, and the heart to be able to forgive yourself and to forgive other people. Okay? The black or the precious black opal, it you know, has a dark color body, usually black or dark gray, deep blue or green. The deep um, body color makes the iridescent play of color strikingly different from the light opals. And you may or may not have seen one of these, but I've seen them. They're pretty amazing. The majority of black precious opals come from Lightning Ridge, New South Wales, Australia, and are the most famous and sought over opals in the world. Black opals is considered to be extremely lucky and the most uplifting of the opals, bringing light into the aura. It eases distress and dissolves depression and hopelessness, helping one face the darkest fears and to release that which is holding one back, linking the root and the crown chakras. You know, I was talking about the other uh, Peruvian opal igniting the heart. Well, this one does that also, but it is um, really ignites the root chakra, you know, to ignite the awakening of the chakras and the awakening and ascension. And it also opens up the crown chakra. So your connection from the heart, from the root, into source uh, and your own divine opening within yourself. Black opal connects one's highest spiritual aspirations with one's physical body, making it a powerful magnifier of intention and manifestation. Another thing I wanted to talk about today was, you know, you know, last week I was talking about how, you know, I was in Cuba and the dolphins gave me um, some energy. It's the energy of manifesting from a higher level from source, right? When we manifest in 3D, we manifest from the root chakra to bring things here in a physical plane. But there's there's one step further. When you shift consciousness from 3D to fifth, it'll, it means that you manifest from the heart and from the crown and, you know, from the root. So it, it's, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. Anyway, it's a, this opal, this black opal, it, it's a protective stone for deep inner work or soul retrieval or past life recall, and it can be used for gazing into the past, present, or future. It is highly prized as a power stone for magical ritual and can be used for reading eyes in order to scry the truthfulness or intent of a person. So black opal is a storm element stone of death and rebirth and utilizes fire energy. You know, I've talked on the show many times about ascension. So it's it's got all these elements within it. So death and rebirth. Um, when you go through ascension, it's sort of like a death and rebirth to your old self and becoming, you know, a new um, person. It's like going back to the future. You become who you're really meant to be, you know, from the past when we were in higher consciousness and bringing it forth to the future and then existing in the now, okay? 
boulder opal, and this is a precious opal that forms within the voids of fractures of host rock, usually iron rock or sandstone, and because these veins are quite thin, it is cut with stone left on the back for support as layers of opal within the matrix stone. So it's, it, you know, it's mined in Queensland, Australia. Each finished piece is unique and special. As close to nature talismans, boulder opals carry not only warm earth energies, but also the illuminating energy of fire, and they assist practical people in developing their spiritual sides and help spiritually-minded people succeed in the everyday world. Uh, Boulder opals are great for reconciling consciousness and unconscious thought, bringing clarity and emotional security, and assist those who find it hard to put down roots to establish a stable home environment without sacrificing you know, the spirit of adventure. Use these stones for perseverance when the going gets tough and hold in earthly places to connect with the earth and the um, plant spirits. You know, this morning I went out in my bare feet because I even go out in the wintertime to connect with the earth and I connect with the trees. You know, we, we, we don't necessarily need to have opals to do this and I know the black opal's pretty rare, but, you know, you can visualize the colors within yourself and do the same thing with the frequencies because whoever's listening to this, I'm projecting that energy that you be able to do this, okay? Especially a certain friend of mine that I'm doing this show for. And um, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. And uh, I'm here and I'm, you know, trying to help foster people to do that inner healing right now. Because we do exist in a physical realm, we have to exist in the now to be able to, you know, be happy and to go ahead into this fifth dimensional consciousness of love and recreate and manifest what we deserve here. Use these stones for perseverance and when the going gets tough and hold in earthly places to connect with, you know, like I said before, with the earth and the plant spirits. Common or potch opal. And this opal is found in many locations around the world. It's usually opaque and does not exhibit play of color. It forms in nearly all colors, has the lustrous sheen and can be cut into gemstones that accept a high pitch. Common opals are magnificent for metaphysical purposes, vibrating at a low frequency than transparent or fiery opals and provides gentle nurturing support. So, you know, if you want to go back and start to heal yourself and you don't want to bring everything forth like like right, you know, right forth, right away. This is more subtle, so it it's support for the emotional body. So I would say that anybody that really wants to start the healing process, this is one for you. They help they help alleviate uh, worry, chronic stress, and depression, and they're perfect antidotes for sleeplessness and nightmares and healing subconscious held pain. I just want to let people know too. You know, when I'm doing healing work on people, that sometimes they have dreams about me or they see me, um, you know, I'm putting a prayer forth and I do the prayers of light that, you know, you're not in this alone. And, you know, even if I can't be there with you, I can be with you in my energetic body. You know, the common opal combines earth and water energies and may be used to balance the male feminine energies with the body. You know, when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness, we balance the feminine and masculine energies within our body. And it helps align and balance the chakras, which is really important right now. 
Stimulating the proper flow of energy through the physical body, common opal facilitates attunement with the higher self in the etheric realm, bringing the calm, centered mind for prayer and meditation. So if you want to be praying and meditating and you find that you're too hyper, this stone will help too. And it says here they can attract angelic beings and are ideal gifts to bring them for some unseen spot. You know, when people see my aura, I'm just like a, an opal. I have all the different colors. And I see, you know, angelic beings around me and, and fairies and that sort of thing, little flashes of light. And, you know, if you're seeing little flashes of light around you, you may be having, you know, those beings around you. And, you know, white light, which we are made of, has different colors of light within it. You know, when you have a prism and you separate the different types of light, you know, so that's why we heal. And when we talk about different colors, we heal with different colors. But the opal has all those colors. So it pretty much does every type of healing, okay? Anyway, we, back to the uh, the opals. I know I'm talking a lot about opals today, but crystal opal, transparent to semi-transparent, precious opal with the exception play of color. The see-through body color can be colorless, light, or dark. Crystal opal is an extraordinary stone of, of health and healing, supporting the entire being. It brings high spirits and a deep feeling of joy and exuberance to one's life. Utilizing the element of fire inspires Cleverness, imagination, and creativity. This is a good one for a person who has um, brain injury because it helps heal the brain, but it also heals and allows the emotions to be healed too. You know, a lot of times, you know, people, you know, when they have memories in the past, they block them out, right? And it has to do with the mind and um, to do with shock and different things like that. But, you know, that type of um, healing is like healing a fugue. You know, like somebody, sometimes people block out memories of bad things and totally forget that they even had it. And when they start to heal, these images and memories come back. So this um, crystal helps with this. This crystal opal helps with this. So... It also helps with imagination, creativity, and poetry, and manifesting. It also helps to understand which will continue to exist at the completions of one's day in the physical body. So, um, like, in a physical world, the physical body, right up to now in 3D, isn't permanent, right? But that part of ourselves, um, which is light, is, is energy and, and never-ending, Crystal opals may be used for gazing and to stimulate visions from within the realms of eternity, so beyond the realms of this reality. And you can ask angelic beings to help you heal, too. Um, and that'll be a whole other show. I've talked about it before. But um, Ethiopian opal, hydrophane opal that forms in the nodules within volcanic ash and seams between rhodolite layers. It occurs in a variety of colors and patterns. And I've actually owned one of these, or I still own it. So it occurs in a variety of colors and patterns and usually displays flashes of color. The new opals from the Wello district of Ethiopia, discovered in 2008, have proved to be extremely stable despite their porosity. 
Isn't it funny that they um, were just recently discovered? Able to resorb water and change transparency opacity when then revert back to their original state with no adverse reaction or, or cracking. So, you know, with other opals, you have to be careful that they don't get any water in them. But these ones, you know, don't. These stones are marvelous for utilizing water energy, the energy of stillness, quiet strength, and purification. Metaphysical healers may be more familiar with the original red or brown-based EPOPN flash opal discovered in 1994. So, you know, that's one that I have. At Yidda Ridge, the high vibrational fire energy stones of ancient wisdom that burn off cam- karma from the past and open the way to rebirth. So if you want, you have a lot of karma or you have a lot of past memories that are really difficult for you, you know, these are important um, to have, okay? Um, these stones carry a soul holograph and uh, lend access to the past, present, and future and bring them all together to st- to bring you into the present, you know, stimulating all one's metaphysical gifts, activating the base and sacral chakras. These are joy-filled gems, utilizing all the subtle bodies and, and, you know, bringing them into equilibrium so the whole body functions harmoniously. Ethiopian opals carry positive dragon energy for both uh, personal and planetary use. You know, that's the good um, dragon energy. You know, I'm going to put in the Hello, everyone. I'm I'm reconnecting to the show, and hopefully you hear me. I'm going to go to the chat room. Um, Now, I notice I have one guest. Can you let me know if you can hear me? Um, For some reason, I got knocked out of the queue, so um, I'm back, and um, I will continue talking about, um, about what I was talking about with... um, the spiritual, you know, things about the opal. And um, I just, I was talking about, um, you know, different types of opal and the meaning that they have. But I was, you know, talking about karmic energy and healing. What I'm going to do, I'm going to send out energy to everyone that's listening and to people that listen after the show that it activates, you know, gentle energy within you to help you to be able to deal with the energy that you have not been able to deal with and to release it gently. Um, So, you know, I was talking about the Ethiopian um, opal, and I mentioned about um, the dragon energy, and it's funny, I got knocked off the phone with that. I said the good uh, dragon energy. I'm I'm sorry if I offended (laughs) Anybody out there? So, anyway, we're, we're, I'm going to go on to the fire opal, and um, it's translucent. And um, it, the most significant sources come from Mexico, and specimens with uh, iridescent flashes are referred to as uh, precious fire opal or fermentin stone. And fire opal use, utilizes the elemental energy of fire to awaken one's passion. So, basically... Um, you know, it, it ignites passion within you. You know, it's for the base and the sacral, and it gives rise to kundalini energy. And um, they're stimulating the triple burner meridian and acupressure. Fire opals attuned to the creative energy of the universe, 
and promote the expression of one's emotions through art, ideal stone for business and endeavors. Fire opals draw us in money, uh, facilitate change, and it, you know, ushers in pro, uh, progress. You know, it helps us to get beyond our emotions and help us go through ascension. So they're um, good for people who want to be independent and live, by, and live by their own rules and for those who wish to make their mark in life, either professionally or personally. And they protect against danger and are especially empowering for removing oneself from situations of injustice or mistreatment and may be used to release deep-seated feelings of grief, even if these stem from the other lives. You know, to wear them to become more optimistic and socially outgoing and confident. So this would be good for somebody who's feeling, you know, kind of need to feel good about themselves, okay? So if you take one of those fire opals and um, just try to, you know, the ones that make you feel gentle. The um, I'm trying to think of it. Um, the one that, um, anyway, just go back and listen to the show. So the one, the opal that makes you feel, brings out the, the quietness of you and, and makes you feel joyful. That's, you know, those are the ones that you should mix with this fire opal. You know, don't have the fire opal on its own. And they talk about a grizzazole opal, and it's a bluish-white translucent opal with reddish reflections um, and bluish glow or sheen that follows the light. And I, I've seen this. It, it's, they sometimes call it jelly opal, and it's, n- it's not a play of color seen as precious opal, but rather an effect from microscopic inclusions. And the places that you can get this opal are Oregon and Mexico, and they're referred to as water opal if it, when it's from Mexico. So it's really pretty. Um, and it, I think it's pretty expensive, too. The term grizzle opal has been mistakenly and properly used to refer to fire opals as well as transparent to semi-transparent type of milky quartz from Madagascar called grizzgull quartz. It's G-R-A-S-O-L, blue um, opal quartz or Madagascar star quartz that displays aturism or star effect. True grizzasol opal is emotionally comforting stone, enhancing communication, bringing solutions to difficulties. It helps bring untruths to light, especially when they could have not been spoken or in dissolved imprints of etheric blueprint, restoring cellular memory. So if you want to remember something from a cellular level or past karmic stuff, this is a good one too. So it aids in separating psychic impressions from one's feelings, strengthens boundaries, and teaches one how to be secure in one's own right. Gritting with um, gerasol opal creates a quiet space in which to work and meditate. Green opal and phase opal, and the green variety is a common opal, the first being a mixture of opal and nonatrite, N-O-N-T-R-O-N-I-T-E, the second being opal containing nickel. So green opal and a phrase opal. They're both cleansing and rejuvenating, bring energy and quick recovery from illnesses, exhaustion, or mental angst. Whether helping one to unburden the heart or provide assistance in relationships, green opals have the ability to filter information, reorientate the mind. So if you're not thinking clearly, if you've got your mind all over the place, it just helps you um, channel that energy to be able to focus. 
and it gives meaning to everyday life and bring a spiritual perspective. So, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, kind of focus and to be able to heal and to do it in a gentle way, these opals are good for that too. This green opal activates the heart chakra and it utilizes wood energy, the energy of family and health, prosperity and abundance. So if you just, you know, wanted to do starting to heal, that's a good one. And, you know, I'm not going to read all these because there's so many different. You can go and read it. I'll post it after the show, the link to it, okay? Hydrophane opal and matrix opal and milk opal and moss opal. And there's Oregon opal and Awihi blue opal and water opal or hydrolite. I won't, I'm going to talk about this one. Um Water opal, colorless water, clear, common opal with no play of color formed in bitroxaloid, B-O-T-Y-O-I-D-A, grape-like masses or otherwise unusual shapes. Its structure is more network-like, similar to silica glass rather than separate gel spheres. Also called Muller's glass, hyalite is most unusual opal representing all the magical qualities of opal, yet encourages the individuality, inner radiance of the wearer to shine through. It is a good stone for clearing a distorted body image or self-consciousness about one's physical appearance that prevents social interaction. It is also a stone of attraction for accumulating everything one needs, whether sources, money, friends, water, opal connects to the base, to the crown chakra, stabilizing one's mood, enhancing meditation and stimulating connections with the spiritual world. Its watery depths may be used for scrying and can assist those making the transition out of the body, the temporary vehicle for the soul. Then there's white and precious white opal, which I've had. I have some of that. Wood opal and opalized nature. And they talk about opal and its purposes. Okay, there's a whole section on that. It promotes a sense of calm, security, easing stress and depression, encourages one to stop brooding in the order to direct one's thoughts and energies. You know, past stuff, karmic stuff, helps you resolve that. They're antidotes to restless thoughts and racing minds that rehash the past and anticipate the future. Opals center the mind and are stones of happy dreams, particularly soothing for children and those who have always slept badly or had recurring nightmares with no apparent reason. So you can put them under your pillow, okay? Precious opals relieves any issues a child may have with invisible or imaginary friend, and especially helpful before sleep if the child wishes the friend to go away at bedtime. So a stone of protection, opal is a marvelous shield to keep from absorbing other people's negative thoughts and energy, so that's another good thing. Just as it uses interference and diffraction to produce its colors, it may also run... Um, interference around challenging people or situations. So if you have people around you that aren't really liking you, you know, dealing with your past or doing stuff like that, the opal has double duty. It helps um, you deal with your past, help heal your heart. But it also, you know, but you do it through your own energy. It also helps um, with people that would be challenging for you to be able to do that. You know, it helps you. So it it, it, it it provides a cloak of indivisibility in circumstances where one does not wish to be noticed or needs to fade into the background, okay? So you can kind of do your healing without people being aware or you can just take some time out, you know, instead of running off 
places you can actually wear it and stay wherever you are. Opals resonate with the energies of the Mother Goddess or exceptional gifts for mothers or mothers-to-be. Gift a new piece of jewelry for the birth of each child. A teeny milk opal buried beneath a willow, the mother tree or a teeny fruit tree at full moon aids conception. As emotional support, opal helps overcome fears of childbirth and they may prevent a woman from trying to conceive. You know, people have used uh, moonstones for similar things too. The white, you know, um, there's kind of like uh, an opal moonstone or a rainbow moonstone that's similar. It says it's a seductive stone associated with love and passion, desire and eroticism. It can be used to intensify what one's feeling and to release inhibitions. And it can divide and scatter energy so no one will be... uh, So it says that you should be well-centered before using the opal to explore amplify feelings. So there... I would suggest if you're going to use an opal, use one of the milder ones. Go back and read this. The opal may be utilized to healing the earth's energy field, repairing depletions and energy. So the main thing one should um, know about the opal is that it should be used to, you know, um, heal the past, to deal with karmic energy. But, you know, I'm going to put an intention out that whoever you know, uses the opal, the, it will be mild and it will be done the way it should be done for you to deal with the opal, you know, to bring back and heal yourself from things that have happened in the past. You know, it's good for the body. It's good to help the eyesight and anything that has to do with the eyes. You know, you may find that because of what happened in the past, if you've gone through a shock, your eyes might have gotten bad. And when you deal with this stuff, it brings your eyesight back. I know that sounds weird, but I've actually had it happen to me. Believed to disperse infections, purify the blood and the kidneys, and to regulate insulin production. It helps reduce fever, stimulates memory. So if you've had, you know, shock, something in your past or something, it'll stimulate your memory and you to remember things. It stabilizes newer transmitter disturbances as Parkinson's disease. So that's something for somebody with Parkinson's disease to think about whether they want to try it. And it is supported with human hormones, um, with female hormones and PMS and menopause and provides and eases during childbirth. So it has to do also with um, supporting and healing and strengthening the emotional body. And, you know, I'm going to talk about that. But if you want to read more about it, I would suggest you know, you go back and do that. Um, I'm going to go, um, I have something that I kind of have. Uh, somebody's trying to contact me on Facebook, but I'll have to get back to them. Um, you know, dwelling on the experience that you have, or, you know, injustices that you've experienced, like I said before, and the loved ones and other innocents have undergone only provides energy to maintain that illusion. Your aim is to dissolve it, and love is is doing through that. So through love and through source and through light and, you know, and using certain stones like the opal, we we can activate that healing process. You know, um, it says it has something to do with the eyesight, you know, and healing. You know, people have different... um, symptoms of awakening too 
and you know, I talked about spiritual gifts. The opal helps bring forth these spiritual gifts. I'm just kind of um I'm looking for um something that I posted on Facebook right now. You know, it's been one of these funny days, right? I got flipped out of the phone and when I got flipped out of the the phone thing, uh, what I had um posted was was kind of flipped out too. So um you know, I could I could have um be focused on the bad memories of things that have happened in the past. And um you know, I, I I try to focus on the positive things of things from from my past, like all the good things about my dad. You know, I was thinking today. The funny thing was, he used to um, rap on my door really lightly because I was a light sleeper, just to gently wake me up. You know, I was thinking, you know, we want to gently waken people up. We don't want to have sudden awakening and and jarring. And you know, we it's it's something we have to do. You know. But another thing, you know, when you offer to help people, sometimes people have expect ulterior motives. And, you know, it makes us wonder, like, what have people done to themselves to help make them think and not trust the people around them? But, you know, this has happened. You know, but people, there's issues. If it's affecting your life and you're drinking and you're doing things, you know, to try not to face issues, um, it's important not to whitewash these things. You know, the opal, like I was saying, helps bring that forth. But you you want to use an opal and make it gentle. So whatever opal people are going to use, I'm going to put gentle energy about it, you know, uh, when you look at it or when you think of that opal energy. You know, you don't have to go out and buy an opal. Just think of the opal energy and the rainbow energy and the healing. It's like, um, you know, rainbow bright healing, you know, little rainbow trickles of color that gently nudge within you and um, help you. You know, by opening and looking at what we have to deal with, and, you know, I've done a lot of that, and I've done a lot of healing. So whatever we do in the human collective, it makes it open up for other people around us. You know, we don't have to give up on friends and people, okay? Okay. It's important that we help each other. As long as people are civil to me and they need help, you know, I will help them. You know, it's important that we don't bully other people or other people don't bully us. You know, I, I won't tolerate that. Um, you know, it, it there needs to be a lot of clarification. There needs to be a lot of healing at, at a really deep level right now. You know, um we may be staying in relationships and doing things that aren't good for us. Um, but we may also be turning against people that are been trying to help us and they're very frustrated. So it's up to us to be the ones that are the bigger person and go get help. And, you know, if you can't do it yourself, you know, go, go get it from somebody else. Um, you know, it, 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 things that we hold within us affect us at a really deep level, you know, at a cellular level and um, at a, how do, how do I say, well, our immune systems, you know. Um, it's also, too, when you're doing a lot of healing, it's important to eat good foods and not to eat a lot of junk food, okay, because you're doing a lot of healing and you need that energy to be able to, you know, heal. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's important to 
keep away from GMO foods and genetically modified foods and to eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. There's a lot of things that are coming to the forefront now that people are talking about. And, you know, I talked a little bit about, you know, immunizations last week and the pharmaceutical companies and how they're just doing things to make money. You know, I I, I was a, um, a nurse therapist that worked with a lot of people that were sexually abused and diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. I don't like using that word, but, you know, it's important that we don't push aside abuse and don't look at what is going on in this 3D reality, you know. Um, I, I posted something, the four agreements on my wall by Don Miguel Ruz, and, you know, there's there's different things. The first one's be impeccable with your word, speak with integrity, say only what you mean, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about other people. Use the word, the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Two, don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be victim to needless suffering. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding. Just as this one agreement, you can always completely transform your life. And four, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment, and it will be different when you're healthy as opposed to sick. So don't be hard on yourself if you're you're just starting to do this healing process. It's It's part of the process, okay? Under any circumstance, simply do your best, and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. You know, um, I want to talk about activating... Um, you know, your light body, but um, part of the process first is doing a lot of healing. So I will talk about that on another show. You know, it's funny, you know, you've heard of that skull and bones group that was in Yale or still exists in Yale. Apparently the skull and bones that they have is Geronimo's, the warrior. And a lot of people are angry about that. Well, you know, at it's important to release these things, you know, and not hold the anger within us. But, you know, to go and actually violate a grave and take the, the, the bones to have the energy, warrior energy, you know, that doesn't need to be done. So I would, I'm just putting a prayer out that they return those bones back. And um, the people that have controlled this this planet, that they shift their consciousness, their family members shift their consciousness, and they see that they really at at a different level don't need to have the control of the planet, that we're all one. And, you know, I've talked to the show about money and just different things like that. And a lot of people have said to me, I think money's evil. It's not money that's evil, okay? It's the distortion that has created all the different things that are going on right now. So when we do a lot of the healing, and the reason why I'm mentioning all these things, when we do a lot of healing within themselves, it actually causes healing in a mass consciousness. So that's that's what I'm aiming for, gentle beginning and gentle healing within all of us, you know. And, you know, so we don't 
have to have this ego that says, oh, I'm going to look good, I'm going to make lots of money, and everybody's going to look at me and think that I'm powerful and all that other stuff. We do. Ha- we all have power within ourselves. So, you know, what I want to do is um, activate this reality within us. You know, I've activated it within myself. And... Um, so what can we do to activate the healing within ourselves? Uh, part of it is just um, wanting to do it. That's the first step, right? And um, so when we want to do it, and then to do everything in your power to heal the emotional part of ourselves. You know, I, keep see- I kept seeing this week that we were doing, uh, we're starting to heal in our emotional bodies, our physical bodies, and our spiritual bodies. So, you know, I was doing a lot of healing work when I was in Toronto this week. Everywhere I go, I do healing work for the earth. Um, anyway, so it's important that we, when we heal within ourselves, to heal ourselves and to also reflect that around other people, you know, because it's, it's something that um, that is really important right now for humanity to be doing that inner healing. So I want to write something that I wrote on Facebook, on, and I just hope I didn't pop out of that. Okay. Because the weird things are happening on here today. Um, okay. I wrote something on Facebook on October the 20th, and um, humanity is now healing the emotional centers in the emotional, spiritual, and physical bodies. You may feel that things have arranged things in your life to help you do this. So maybe there is somebody that you knew from your past that you're going to connect with, and it'll make you have memories, and it'll activate things. You know, it's it's not about going back into the past. It's about actually going into yourself at a cellular level. You may notice that time and space are far from linear over the next few days. So time and space are something recreated, something recreated in 3D. It is important that humanity focus on healing the emotional aspects of themselves through a family member over a month ago. I was able to activate the light centers above Machu Picchu where the Earth's emotional centers are physically and etherically centered. So... You know, I know that different people at different times are sending healing energy to that area of the earth, Machu Picchu in Peru. And, you know, like this is really going on right now within humanity. So whatever happens within humanity happens with other, you know, star beings and the earth also, okay? So there exists different... um, places around the earth where there's pyramids. Well, in Machu Picchu, there's a pyramid of emotion. And, you know, um, it's situated in a spot that's very beautiful and um, very protective, actually. You know, they were, they talk about the star people, the star beings. There exists in, in another uh, realm a city above that area, okay? So... It's important that we heal these and focus on the emotional centers of the body. As we clear these uh, remnants of old false beliefs, judgments, and things 
that we have held within ourselves. And, you know, it, it will cause a lot of emotions within us to be released. But it also will release a lot of um, kind of a celebration that we are transfiguring and going beyond this reality. And, and we don't have to stay in the state of pain, in the pain body. You know, I've talked uh, on the show a lot about the pain body. And, you know, humanity as a collective formed of pain body so you know at a cellular level we hold or we have held pain and it's now time to go into the higher consciousness where we don't have to do that that we can live in love and we can live in beauty in the moment okay so you know i was talking earlier about seeing the divine energy and how i see it it's like a beautiful opal healing energy okay so when we transfigure this um, energy that we've held within us, it's like a transmutation of energy. And we ask that divine love energy to help heal us. We will have healing. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about those grid lines and lines around Machu Picchu, you know, and they, within us, we have grid lines and energy lines and things that are, are within us, you know, um, and it's important that we focus in the moment and that, you know, these things really happened in the past and we don't have to hold them within us. They're really, and then anyway, when we hold things within us, we don't have memories that are pure memories. They are false. They are become distorted so we need to kind of release and, and, and give it permission for that energy to be released at a cellular level. And, you know, I was just looking at the clock, it's 11.11, so I'm talking about, you know, talking to source, opening that gateway. Well, this is what we do. We open up the gateway to allow us to activate like frequency spectrums to turn off the genetic code of disease or false beliefs. You know, we don't have to go back. We don't have to hold ourselves into the past. It's it's now that we're experiencing this healing, right? You know, I've um and other people have created templates to do this healing, right? And the earth has new templates on it and we're releasing these old patterns these diseases and and the pain body within ourselves and releasing this discomfort um you know like when i around machu picchu there's landing strips and they call them alien landing strips and stuff like that well these strips within ourselves lead back to the divine part of ourselves so that's what what's important are who we really are. You know, these lines have been, you know, past life realities and genetically inherited memories and things that, you know, may cause things to happen for us and to have this energy happen repeatedly. You know, there there've been certain people in my lifetime that, 
you know, have had things happen, and they're kind of parallel to what have happened to me. And it makes you wonder, like, why these things have happened to us, you know? And I know recently I've talked to somebody, and we've had very similar things happen. But we're kind of on those parallel lines, but we're going somewhere. And when all these parallel lines come together, they create a point, and that is the now, okay? So I want to make an invocation that we go within ourselves, we do this healing, and we allow ourselves to release that energy and to live in the now. And that source energy is there for us, and we connect with the source energy. You know, the throat, I was talking about, um, you know, some people, I have a friend that he had some really not good things happen to him. He lives in Ontario. Um, He wasn't allowed to express himself, so he got a a tumor in his throat. And so self-expression is important. You know, people that can't express themselves they have lack of trust feel lack of nurturing and they feel that they're alone and i can't they can't trust others and they feel invisible they feel like they have no no voice i'm putting forth that this part of themselves heal okay some people and i've had it myself feel very burdened at times i've released that burden but also you know, sometimes people say you carry that burden, you carry the, the on your shoulders, you carry it in your kidneys, the anger, you know, the weight of the world. Um, we can release this. You know, because people think that nobody understands them. You know, life is tough. We can release that energy. Also, the heart. You know, when we open up and release all this energy, we open up our heart. We connect to source. Our crown chakra is open. We become a different consciousness then. You know, people have grief. They're sorry, they're sad, they can hold it in. But part of grief is to let that go. You know, you heard of, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and Death and Dying. Go get that book, Death and Dying, and read it. It'll help you deal with uh, grief. Because, you know, grief should only last about a year. And we, we keep them within our heart afterwards. You know, some people feel unloved, they feel unappreciated, they feel sad, they feel helpless, they feel very pained. You know, they feel, I'm wounded. Like that guy, he said somebody walked up in church and saw him and said, you know, he shook his hand and saw how this person, and the person said, I'm wounded. Like, do you see yourself as wounded? Do you see yourself as a being of light, a joy, what we're supposed to be? Or you say, I'm wounded, Okay. Fear, you know, we're, we're uh, light beings. We're, we should be living in love and manifesting what we want around us. You know, people begin, when they hold this energy at a, silver, a cellular level, they form fears and phobias, and they lose control around ourselves. They give power to other people and to relationships. You know, I was thinking the other day, you know, I'm, I'm single, and I um, date and that sort of thing, but... There was a time a while ago that, you know, I was in a relationship, and it was like 20 years ago, this person was very controlling. And, you know, when you don't feel good within yourself, you stay in relationships where people are very controlling. You know, 
the belief is, you know, are you in control or aren't you in control? Do you feel taken advantage? Do you feel powerless? You know, it's it's important that we release that energy. So where where do people hold anger, you know, within their body? Like in the kidney area, in the center part of the body, you know? It's important that we let those that rage go. And a lot of that rage can be because of um anger at the self. You know, it causes it can cause you know, things within the kidneys that have to do with more than um, just holding anger there at a cellular level. It can affect the autoimmune area of the body, the balance of the water within your body. You know, it, it, it's it's a false belief to really um, think that the world is full of people who only care about themselves. I hear so many people say, you know, everybody cares about themselves and that other people use me. You know, people feel like that, but it's really not true. You know, if you feel that way about yourself and you think that way, you will project people in your life that do that. So make sure that you're not doing that. Um, I was talking about feeling angry. Well, when you feel like you're responsible for other people and things that have happened in the past and you hold that guilt within you... um, there's a lot of self-judgment and self-criticism and feeling not worthy and feeling not good enough and self-hate and feeling, you know, that person feels stupid about themselves. You know, a person can gain weight and, you know, eat and because they, they're holding that anger within themselves and they don't feel like they're good enough to be in a relationship with other people. I know that if somebody feels that they're not worthy they will get into a relationship with a person that may not be good for them, that somebody that may not treat them the way they're supposed to be treated, that may cheat on them, you know, do things, and they, they'll stay in that relationship. It's important to look at those things. Are you allowing people to do that? You know, um, I, I talked a little bit about um, sexual abuse at the beginning of the show. You know, a lot of people hold in a lot of things that have to do with sexual abuse, you know, it's a very painful area. And, you know, especially if it happened as a child, you know, it, it it is sort of a thing that determines everything and what you do around you. And it affects, you know, somebody violated your personal space, but even beyond that, they damaged your innocence. You know, I was talking about going back and getting your innocence. You know, there was a part of me that I left behind when I was a teenager that, you know, it had to do with trust because something that happened and, um, you know, I I went with my intuition and didn't get into the situation, but it caused, there was somebody else that it, um, it's not what I did, but the situation was not good for somebody else. You know, but it, what it did to me, it left that, part of me and you know part of love is trust right and you know maybe um people get into different types of relationships that are good for are, are good for them but also they get into relationships sometimes that aren't so good for them because they don't have a um that a little antenna that says hey you know 
somebody always says, trust me, you know, uh, and stuff like that. We want to hear that so badly that we'll go into a relationship that a person says, trust me. So, you know, there's a lot of things that humanity has to heal right now. And part of it is, as a collective, the pain from, um, you know, sexual abuse. You know, a lot of women who have been abused will see men as predators and things like that, you know, which isn't true. There are a lot of good men out there. And um, people think they're going to be hurt. If If you project that, you can put people in a life that are going to hurt you. Um, Another thing, um, say when you were, like Shania Twain, I hope she doesn't mind me using her as an example. When she was a child, she didn't have a lot, okay? And um, sometimes people that don't have a lot when they're younger, they have a, a, a motivation to make a lot of money so they don't ever have to do, be without, okay? And... Um, You know, they feel like they sometimes that they'll never be financially okay. So people think they have to make money, but they can't do what they love. Fortunately, she was able to do what she loved to make money. And what I was saying earlier, that people, you know, I know a lot of people, all they say all the time is money is evil, money is evil. And the funny thing is that the people that say that are the ones that have money because people around them treat them differently and don't, aren't nice to them and try to use them because they do have money. So, you know, um, people that have had um, their trust breached, you know, and they have not had emotional support when they were younger, they might at times feel unsupported and feel they have no friends and that nobody really understands them. It's important to know that there are people that understand us and, you know, people that are out there to help, okay? So, you know, I was talking about a part of us that holds things at a cellular level. But remember, too, there's a part of us that's connected to God, to source, to love, and all these things that allows us to survive, a lot of times people think they, they won't survive being able to deal and look at these things, you know, without having alcohol and drugs and all that sort of thing. You know, um, just know that there is a part of you within you that allows this to happen. It allows you to have self-trust, but it, it comes from yourself, you know, don't don't feel like you have to protect yourself all the time, okay? And that people are going to reject you or abandon you or you'll be judged by other people. You know, anyone that comes to me and wants me to help them, I will not judge them. They, they can pretty much um, say things that, that sometimes may be inappropriate at times. And I will redirect them, but I don't judge them. You know, um, not that long ago, you know, um, somebody misinterpreted something. You know, I know, how do I say this, that somebody who may be an abused may say things that are inappropriate at times, but I'm not going to reject them because of that. I'll, I'll just redirect them back. And then, you know, they apologize, but 
I'm talking about therapy-wise, right? Um, the thing is to, to not feel abandoned by those who you love and don't try not to feel judged. They may not be able to deal with it themselves. It doesn't mean they don't love you. But it's important that we love ourselves. You know, sometimes we feel betrayed or we feel taken advantage of. And, you know, people say, you know, this is what they are at a karmic level. What we are are love beings and beings of light. And we can create beauty and love around us. So it's important that we focus not on the negative things. We focus on the positive things, okay? This, we are all God. We are divine love. We are divine light. Um, and it's important that we see ourselves and perceive ourselves as being, <coughs> pardon me, that. And so, you know, I'm putting an intention out that we be able to heal ourselves and to create a body that allows the emotional body to heal. And we can, we can you know, um, the pain body within us. And, you know, I, I know, um, oh, my pain body was healed so many years ago. It was over 20 years ago. I was um, kind of in this group, and I had written a letter to forgive somebody, and I wanted to release everything that I had within me to be able to heal myself, a lot of things at a deep level. And all of a sudden, I started to shake, and um, there was a lot of healing and a lot of emotional uh, things let out. Um, I'm just going to check the phone lines to see if anybody's called in. Um, you know, if you do want to speak to me, um, just press one so I can, you know, speak to you if you if you want to talk to me at all by any, about anything that we have been talking about. It's it's all about today. It's all about um, healing within, seeing yourself as a divine being. Um, living in the life that you were really meant to live here. You know, I, I know people lately, you know, they say, well, I don't want to deal with the past. Let's just deal with the future. But if you have, you know, there are some things that you you left behind you, it's important that you get those things back, okay? Um, you know, the spiritual path, if you choose to take it, you know, people, some people say that it has to be a religious path, um, and they be others may be del- delusion with, you know, orthodox religion. Uh, by talking about the spiritual path, it means that you 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 become who you really meant to, to be, and part of that spiritual path might be going fishing or being out in nature. So, it it you know like. A lot of people say, well, you don't go to church, so you're not religious. That that can be really far from the truth. Our connection to God can be anywhere, okay? So we can carry nature within us, that connection to God within us, too. You know, people say we're spiritual beings trying to have a human experience, right? But maybe we're... Um, 
really that human part of us is 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 a part we really have to look at because we're physical beings here, eh? So when we look at ourselves as um spiritual beings in human body and we open up our hearts, we realize it's about attitude and it's about caring and and truth and our attitude towards life. So it's it's not about how often we go to church or pray or meditate. It's about the attitude and our connection to God, okay? Now, I know a lot of people that connect in nature. Buddha said, believe nothing no matter what you read or what or who has said it, even if I said it, unless it agrees with your own reason and your common sense. So, you know, people may say things to us, but it's really our own inner truth that speaks forth within us. You know, I talked about, you know, having this period where I released a lot of my pain body. You know, some people call that the Holy Spirit. Some people call it the divine healing within us. You know, it's important we connect with this part of us ourselves and tune into our own truth. You know, when somebody says, oh, you got you can't look at the past, well, it's not that we can't look at the past. It's that we can't dwell on the past, okay? But we do have to look at the past to be able to deal with the now. So when we, when we balance our inner and outer contemplation, when we see the inner part of ourself as the outer part, so whatever we have within us, we manifest it on the outside. So if we're dealing with the past, things will happen. If we don't want to deal with the past, things will happen to make us deal with the past, okay? So once you deal with that and you've got that underway, you can take the path. That's a wonderful and sacred journey. Last week I talked about the path sometimes being a little dusty and there's a little, you know, things that get in our way. But um, the whole plan in our outer consciousness is, Uh, what we do within ourselves, and what we manifest around ourselves. So we can be really happy once we deal with what we have to deal with, okay? And we can really do what we were meant to do here. You know, we all have different jobs. Um, You may walk that path and enjoy all those adventures. And, you know, like I was saying, a whole bunch of different pathways lead to a point, and we're really all connected. So you will realize your full potential. It'll help you heal. You know, you may feel that there's something within you that hasn't allowed you to heal. You know, but people have illnesses that suddenly disappear when they do this at a cellular level, do this healing. We're living in an amazing cosmos. Well, think about it. You know, um, and there's different realms, but we're in a physical realm right now. And, you know, what I spoke about last week may be mind-boggling to people, you know, that it's just an illusion that we're really physical, but we've created this. And even our eyes are programmed to see things in a 3D way, right? But some of us have shifted and our energy shifted within our body and we've expanded that energy so we see things in a totally different way and it's totally based on love. So projecting 
what has been projected around us, we can recreate things around us and create love and beauty around us. And that's what I'm doing. That's what my job is to do here. Um, And we want to share this with others. So we want, you know, other people to be able to heal themselves too. We're beings of light. We're immortal. But we just chose to, you know, come here and experience whatever we've experienced, whether it's duality to feel extremes. But once we do that, we don't have to stay in that, that, that state anymore. You know, some people have misused the energy here and the ego has taken over. Uh, You know, the ego, in a way, is a test, a self-test. So, you know, people that have been controlling with energy and power, they're not living up to the full potential in a spiritual sense or in a conscious, expanded consciousness sense. Um, Because it's all about balance. It's all about using energy it's not about money and power and all that sort of thing we really are power very powerful beings we don't have to do that to be able to have power and you know we're co-creators and we're transcending this physical body but we're also keeping the body as we ascend this time okay so it's going to be um it's a physical ascension okay So, you know, the reason why I've talked about all these different things and where we hold anger and where we hold things on a cellular level is because we also vibrate at a really high frequency. And when we vibrate and meditate and we release a lot of this and we we have self-forgiveness, all these feelings that we've held at a cellular level, when we start vibrating at a higher consciousness, it's thrown off. It doesn't stay with us. It's like, you know... I was talking about, um, I'm trying to think how to, how to say this, dark matter, and it holds, it's the glue that holds everything together. And the dark energy is what gets in between what is being held together. You know, we created um, good and evil, but really we're balanced. We're balanced of, of, of everything. So we can release this energy and shift our consciousness. And the more people that do it, you know, the the more that the collective consciousness will do it. So, you know, a lot of people say, you know, we have to die to get to heaven. But, you know, to be honest with you, we're not really dead, okay? And maybe the physical body in its own way um, in this realm breaks down but heaven is really where we choose to make it people lower their energy vibrations and they the further they the lower they vibrate the further they get from godhead or god consciousness or that connection from the heart really the heart is is where we where our connection is so you know, a lot of people are speaking in truth right now. They're opening up their throat. You know, I've talked about it a few months ago when humanity opened up the throat chakra. You know, it's funny. Sometimes people that aren't on the up and up, when they're around me, they say things. And they speak from their truth, from their throat. And they don't know why they're doing this as well. I don't know why I said that. You know, oh, my gosh. But I, I'm kind of chuckling. You know, people tend to, because I bring that out in them, I 
I somehow activate that energy within people. So they start talking about things and they go, oh, like they start saying what they're doing, speaking in truth, and they may not want people to know about it. It's not up to me to pass that information along and say anything about it, but it's important that they know that it's really not who they are. Okay, you know, people talk about the Akashic records. You know, that is maybe where some information was stored. But you know, things change, and you know, we all have something in our etheric body called the, the your book of life or whatever you want to call it. And some people have been able to tap into that. Well, you know, we can release all that. It's not, it doesn't define who we are, okay? Especially if we're a big ball of light, you know. It's, some of the things I talk about, I know it may um, jar some people, but um, we're really divine beings, okay? And I see everyone as a divine being. No, some people see the cup as half full and some people see the cup as half empty. I try to see the cup as totally full, okay? And I don't know I don't care what anybody says. If you work at things at a certain level, certain chakras will open up to you and anybody can change. You know, we may have locked things down in our chakras. People may be classified as psychopaths, but not caring about other people and those sorts of things. But it's something they've created because of the pain body within themselves. So the bottom line is, you know, I've talked a lot about a lot of these different things. A lot of it has been conditioning. A lot of it is cellular stuff that we've held through many lifetimes at a cellular level. You know, the opal I was talking about, it's like a rainbow. And, you know, rainbows are healing. And I've talked about that on other shows, too. When a rainbow shows up, it's supposed to be really healing. When I came back from Cuba, when I was coming back from the airport, I saw a double rainbow. And you know what was really, really bizarre? Was I was in this limousine coming back from the airport, and we actually drove through where the end of the rainbow was. So I thought, okay... This is a real miracle. This is a healing miracle. It makes me really realize that we're doing so much healing. You know, they say you can never get to the end of the rainbow. I know that's not true either because I was at the end of the rainbow. I even took a picture of it. You know, so we don't have to look and say, oh, because if I did this and this and this, I would have a perfect life. It's all about what are we doing now to make things good for ourselves to create this heaven on earth here we are now is that we exist here now okay so it may be painful to look at the past but i think right now that's what humanity is doing they're going through a painful period and they're looking at themselves but they're doing it to find their true self, okay? Because we're living in truth. These are times of truth. We're, this is the golden age of opening up to beauty and love and all these different things that people have been talking about. You may not see it around you. You may see trickles of it. You know, people watch the news and go, oh, my gosh, you know. But do you – maybe watching the news isn't a good thing for people that are 
you know, got a really strong pain body. It's it's important that we look at things that are beautiful. I know we, even on the news lately, they they won't talk about good things. They have all these really nice things that, that talk about because they want to say to people, even though all these crappy things happen, and we've cr- maybe to some extent as a collective have created war or whatever, um, maybe that's why they show all these war movies and television shows but it's something we really have to heal within ourselves to be able to move past that, okay? And it, it's important that we keep it simple. We just ask to be healed, okay? If we reach out to that creative energy within us, we can ask to be healed. We can ask to feel beauty and love here. You know, because I've done it. You know, I was talking last week about, um, you know, all the the major religions had, um, you know, wars and different things like that. And there's aspects of them that have been distorted and things like ISIS and stuff that I don't want to focus on. But um, the main idea with spiritual and religious things is is God, okay? Or the, maybe not so much... uh, somebody called God, but energy that is a part of all who we are, okay? And it's it's love. So if you can think about that, see yourself as as part of a of a greater whole and that the more we release within ourselves and focus on love and being good to each other, the more we're going to reflect that in 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 our, our total consciousness. You know, people talk about the real self, the Christ self, the Christ consciousness, God consciousness, heart consciousness. There's a lot of different things they talk about. The hidden man of the heart, the higher mental body, the universal intelligence. There's a lot of different terminologies for it you know and being one with the holy spirit all you have to really know is that we are more than a physical self we are that connection and if you focus on that part of of yourself then there is no fear for this you know living in this physical world and and um we can go beyond you know what we've created here we can manifest so much that is so different and we're already doing it so it means teamwork though you know when we we go into this golden age we have to work about it together we 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 create you know it's important that we know we create these things and, you know, first of all, we can start of uh, showing children this in school and giving a lot of love and making sure that children are taken care of. You know, it's it's not about discipline. It's about love. You know, we can, you know, put limitations on children. So it's about free will, too. It's not about somebody putting um, control on us taking advantage of us, using us to to make money and all that other th- thing, you know. 
So it's important that we see ourselves as part of the plan. Are you are you ready for that, okay? And you know, I talked about spiritual powers of God. You know, when we're ready, we can get these gifts, okay? And you know, there's things that I want to talk about over the next little while. Feeling self-worth, but at the same time not feeling you're all that, you know, there's a balance between stuff. Our real self is permanent. You know, money and the physical stuff is not, okay? You know, people have to have the latest thing or they, you know, we watch television and they say, you know, go out and get this newfangled thing and all that other stuff. That's just part of this this consciousness, okay? And they, you know, talk about, you know, what is true sexuality? You know, when we honor our sexual partner and we show love to that person, you know, it's sacred. It's it's a connection that goes beyond, you know, what some people have created. And it's it's not to knock it down, okay? So pass and you decide to really understand who you are. You know, you may want to go through spiritual teachings, but you may also take your own path. You know, you don't necessarily have to have a teacher. Okay? No, I I've 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 had teachers at times, but now I'm I'm following my own path and if people want to listen, they can, you know, listen to me or go to my Facebook page. So, how do we get close to God? You know, some people say, can we hear him? Can we see him? Or is he a he? Is he a she? Um, It's about going within and um, just being quiet and listening, okay? We may see it mirrored around us, like I was talking about, you know, angelic messages. We may see things being repeated over and over and over again. It's a message. So, do we need to purify our motives? Do we need to look at our thoughts and feelings? You know, if you're having negative thoughts all the time, it's going to manifest negative things around you. So, the thing to do is to look at the thoughts, write them down on paper and say, you know, if you have a negative thought, say, I'm stupid or something like that. Just say, um, I have this thought. It may have been brought down by people repeatedly saying that to you as a child. It may be a whole bunch of different things. But you can put down, that is a thought. I am not. I am someone who is conscientious and loving. And because my thoughts are mumbled up, sometimes I forget things. You can write a whole bunch of different things down. And then, you know, put that I am an intelligent person. Because a lot of times the thoughts that we're manifesting and we create more around us, we're making things happen that don't don't have to happen. You know, I know that mystical paths have... They talk about different stages, and it doesn't matter about the stages... I think all it really matters is that we want to 
shift consciousness. We want to not have that pain body within us, and we want to have more, okay? That's all it basically comes down to. Don't make it more complicated than it is. You know, um, there's teachings from Ascended Masters. um, You know, there's stuff written in the Bible. They're all good role models. Um, You know, people talk about being healed by the violet flame, hearing, you know, and feeling God around them. Whatever works for you. You know, people see auras when you open up one of the gifts that you get and you expand your heart and you're feeling love and you've released a lot of energy. You may be able to see people's auras, okay? And you may be able to see things about people or have energy to heal people once you do it within yourself. So, one of the things that, you know, a lot of people, I think, still find really important is prayer. And prayer is a comfort for many people. It, it's a way of connecting to God if, you know, you have been disconnected. Um, some people like me, we've always been connected to God, or I have always been connected to God. I'm seeing myself as multidimensional being that I am. Um so, you know, sometimes you may think it's personal and sacred and you won't want to share it with people, and that's that's quite fine. Um, you may want to have a journal to write your feelings down as you're releasing a lot of this thing within you, the pain body within you. Um, you know, some people say things happen to us to give us more depth and strength. Well, it may, but we don't have to hang on to them, Okay. So some people feel that they do better when they meditate. They can connect better when they meditate. Um, Some people get scared when an angel or uh, an ascended master tries to contact them. Okay, so go into this expecting something like that to happen and to not be afraid of it, okay? But I want to assert one thing, that if you do do that, um, ask the being if they they are connected with with source, okay? <laughs> because they one thing they can't do is is not tell with live within truth, and you can recognize it, okay? <clears throat> so people always said to me, you know, how can you do that? Well, I live in truth, so I when I connect. But you know, I mainly connect with source. I, 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 you know, I do occasionally connect with other beings, but you know, that's more that's more important. So, what are you going to feel like when you're opening yourself up? You may feel kind of shaky, and there may be something. You may f- feel vibrations at a higher level. You may feel a burning sensation in your heart. You may f- be feeling your heart opening. You know, a lot of people think, "Oh my God, I'm having a heart attack." And I used to talk about it on the show all the time because it happened to many people. So it's important that, you know, you get it ruled out, you get it checked out. And, I, you know, I just want to mention that. And try to live a balanced, wholesome life, the best life that you can live, okay? 
And you may choose to take a spiritual path. You may choose to live in nature and connect to God within yourself. You know, but it's always nice to share with other people. I'm I'm going to talk a little bit more. You know, I've talked about um, things in this 3D world that don't seem to make any sense. Well, it's important that we see that these things don't make any sense, like what people have done in the, you know, with um, the pharmaceutical industry and stuff like that, the banks. You know, what what has Iceland done? They've gone beyond money. You know, I've talked about the physical world and the illusion that this is all real. Well, is money all really real? Money is a representation of material things, you know, that we have in this physical world. But, you know, they, they can print money in at any time. Does, does, does it really represent something? It's basically um, recreating something that doesn't exist, Okay. So um, um, I, I wanted to to talk about something. Um, when, when you're feeling broken, or you're you're trying to heal yourself, there's things to think about. Feel that you're loved, okay? Even if you don't have people around you that are completely loving, they do love you in their own way. But know within you that you're connected to God, and God is love. You know, you may have tried in the past to have therapy. You may have, you know, but don't think of it as the end of it, okay? Because the path gets dusty. There may be big things in the past. You may trip over them. When I was going through a lot of healing about 20 years ago, there was a time where I tripped over a a paint can that was just in the middle of my path. And I took it as a representation that something was blocking me in my pathway, but then I was able to remove it, and then I went on, okay? There's there's things that stop us, but the thing is to not give up, okay? We're not defined by things that haven't worked or failures. Or I don't like to use think of them as failures. I like to look at it as, as things that just have maybe been in the past for a while and we had to go do something else. This isn't the end, okay? You know, just because something happened in the past that really took away your innocence, you can get that innocence back. You can go within yourself or go back to that time and look at it and take, symbolically, take your innocence back. This is a day of healing. I'm going to put out the intention that everybody that wants to be healed and the people that even don't want to be healed, for them to open up maybe now or sometime in the future, to be healed, to get that innocence back, that pure thing within you, you know, that that makes you see the, the awe of life, that beautiful part of yourself. It may not have been the whole part of it. It may be just a little bit of it that maybe made you feel that you weren't worthy, you know. You may be a wonderfully loving person, but sometimes you may not feel wor- worthy, okay? Um, so don't see it as the end you know the way you've been thinking maybe have been negative but you can write things down and 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 transmute that energy because energy is always changing transmute that energy from positive into positive i mean keep an attitude of gratitude that rhymes we can't always control what happens but we can control to choose to respond, okay, and to be grateful. 
you know, some people, I know, I have a friend, and every time I see him, he complains, then he did this, and then, and, you know, I never stop him from complaining. But what I've been doing lately is saying, you know, but what do you have to be grateful in your life? So now when I see him, he talks about all the good things that he has in his life. And unfortunately, and, and he says I'm one of them. So <laughs> it's an older man friend of mine. So never think that you can't change who you are because this person's done a lot of healing. And he was as low as that you could go. And he he was abused as a child and had terrible things happen in front of him because he lived in, you know, Central America and he saw a lot of really horrible things. And, you know, I'm going to try to continue, but the show is going to go off the air. So, you know, I will continue to talk for a few minutes, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear me. Um, It's never too late, okay? So you have a plan, you know, that's even greater than your own plan, and, and it's your path. And like I said, all paths lead to one point, right? So there may be, you know, it's it, it's important that you you deal with what you have to deal with, this pain, because there's things that you have to do to recreate a new consciousness, a collective consciousness with humanity. You know, God or source or the divine being, which I see as energy, has never left us, okay? There might have been an illusion in 3D of being disconnected, and that's why people created churches, but... You know, this has always been with us. It's it's who we are and part of who we are. Never give up. So there may be people around you that try to stop you, and they don't understand why you have to look at these things. But it's important that you don't, don't go halfway. You do it, and you get that part of yourself that you've been looking for and get that healing that you need to have. And and go and do it. If you need somebody to help you, it's important that we do that, okay? Anyway, much love. And I just want to say one more thing. I'm putting it in attention for humanity to heal themselves through source, love, and open up all their chakras and release all the pain that they have within themselves and to be able to live the lives they have now with joy and beauty. But to never forget you know, the people that we've had in our lives, but to know that we've got gotten that part of ourselves back and that we're healed and that we can help other people. So much love and take care. And um, I do all this for love. So Fifth Dimensional Living, Fifth Dimensional Radio. We have other shows, so go back into the archives or listen to the other shows that are being broadcast this week. They're all to help you on that path to inner understanding and to become who you truly are, okay? A being of love. Take care. Thank you for listening to This Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger, bringing awareness to our world of greater love. For more information on Diane, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1.
May your hearts and minds always be open to experiencing a greater world. Thank you.